This is Dungeons and Dragons. B Squad. I don't know if you guys remember what we kind of picked out from the list uh, several weeks back uh, was that uh, basically outside of town proper, you, you picked up on some signposts that had been hung around uh, from a an acquaintance of Hagosk's. Now, this is a guy who you haven't seen in a number of years. Uh, he's kind of like a somewhat prominent member from a... Uh, tribe similar to yours and there are sort of these periodic like once a year we'll say gatherings of like uh orcish tribes and stuff like this to go over matters of concern kind of like a viking meetup style you know how they used to do like i think they called it the thing every once in a while to discuss political things sure uh, so it's kind of a situation like that where you you know of this guy you've met him a few times you've talked to him briefly here and there uh but he's not necessarily like a long-lost buddy, we'll say. Mm, okay. But he had posted a request for aid because they discovered a temple uh, up in the mountains that had previously been unknown to them uh, and need some help uh, clearing it out so that they can actually maybe make use of it again or even investigate it and see what the hell it really is. Uh, so that was the deal. Let's go check out that temple. Yep. After I heal. Yeah, you guys and can uh, whatnot. It's your uh, long rester. Your long rest button there. Yeah, that was weird. I was like, it literally on somebody's character sheet in the middle of using it, and then it like crapped took, out on me. Took and I crap. Ac- yeah, access them again. Oops, I didn't mean to do that twice, but I don't think that matters. No, yeah, it should be fine. Um. Cool. Anything else anybody wants to inquire about or anything like that before we uh, hit the road? Um, I think I'm good. I'm just rereading all my shit. My Klimper and stuff. Dulcimer. Oh, yeah. Dulcimer. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Um... No, this might have been part of my API problem. Scott, I was looking at your page for a second, and it, uh, you don't have any spells picked out? I think you should. Oh. I should say. Uh, manage spells. Add spells. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So, just Wait, so you know. zero out of six? Do I get six spells? Uh, Probably, yeah. Sounds right. Shit, okay. Yeah, bards uh, have a, a lot of stuff up their sleeve. So Nice. All right, this might take a minute, but I can do this as we go. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Sweet. And also, I will, um, since you're just kind of winging it right now, I'll let you sort of backtrack and take a closer look later. So you can, for now, just pick out a couple of things real quick. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you guys are heading to uh, a place referred to as the Iquanor Village. I-Q-U-A-N-O-O-R. Iquanor is the name of the tribe. Um uh, and it's located in this sort of mountainous area that uh, they, uh, locally at least, refer to as the Bleeding Highlands. 
Uh, it has different names depending on who you're asking, but as far as they're concerned, that's what they call it. Uh, it's about four hours north uh, of the city, uh, tucked in between two kind of uh, craggy, mountainous ridgelines. Uh, and as you guys uh, make your way there, um, get there about midday-ish, we'll say, uh, and as you kind of crest over one of these two ridges and start to descend into the pocket where the the village of Ikwanor sits, uh, you can see a few dozen simple wooden structures, some smoke kind of lazily drifting uh, off of a lot of them. Uh, three buildings in particular are noticeably larger. Uh, the largest of these is uh, kind of like a centrally located thing called uh, the Hearth House, which Hagoski would know this. This place pretty reminiscent to where you're from. Uh, and this, this building is kind of like a communal space for feasting, drinking, uh, meetings, basically anything important happens here. Uh, think like Viking Longhouse kind of a thing. Um, and you, uh, Did I spend time there before, or is it just like I just know of it? Um, you certainly heard of it, for sure. Gotcha. Um, okay. But I guess, I mean, we can say that you've certainly passed through there at least at least once in your travels. Um, okay. Uh, can't see any reason why not. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's also some other uh, buildings that de- dedicated to, you know, the preparation of hides and meats from hunting excursions, stables for horses, small blacksmith. There's even a little bit of a trading post for travelers looking to stock up. You know, pretty typical things uh, for a modest, if slightly remote, village. Um, and as you guys approach uh, the town, and you get sort of kind of close to the, the town gates. Uh, this uh, figure that you are uh, familiar with uh, begins to approach. Um, and this is uh, the guy that you know is named uh, Somak, S-O-M-M-A-Q. And he is also a half-orc. And as he strolls up to you, he has this kind of look of slowly dawning recognition on his face and approaches you all and says, well, look at this, if it isn't Hagosk. I haven't seen you in what? A oh, dozen summers, maybe? You look well. What brings you? Oh, we're just uh, traveling about. <clears throat> oh, wait, sorry. Hagos travel. <laughs> <laughs> Smash kill. Normal he, things. He, he looks. He looks as you say that, and kind of gives this like eyebrow raised uh, uh, nod of recognition. And he kind of looks at the rest of you guys, and so it kind of says, uh, "You know, we actually call him the Crusher around here." And he gestures to Hagosk's hammer and says, "I, for one, will never forget the day that you earned that name." And now I will. I will leave this to you uh, as to. A, whether or not you even know what the what incident he's referring to, uh, and B, whether or not it's true. Mm. This could be a thing where you're like, I don't even know what this guy's talking about, but he's insinuating oh. there was a bit of a uh, memorable incident in your past that earned you a fun nickname. Hagos don't like to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of gives you a, a Class one, the uh, he does the uh, the you know the the bro warrior handshake thing. Says, "Ah, uh, understood, understood." I don't blame you. I guess. Um, what was this guy's name? Sanok. Samok. S O M M A Q. Somak. Sorry, I flipped it there. 
Uh, and he says, well, I don't know if you uh, have heard any scuttlebutt around uh, about the various villages and all that, but we actually be in need of your services. Uh, if any kind of eyes you one by one is going from person to person making eye contact, if you uh, are that sort of a group. Oh, well, yeah, we got plenty of services we can provide for you, good friend. And I strum my He, my he looks down at you who are probably less than half his height. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's like, all right, you like your style? Straight to the point. Okay. Um, so as he kind of like, uh, he kind of gestures to sort of like lead you into the village uh, a little bit uh, further in. Uh, and kind of does a bit of a walk and talk uh, with you guys. And explains. Can we get a point of L before we set off on our <laughs> adventure? I'll have or maybe after. It's like, well, where do you think we're going? Right this way, good sir. And uh, he does, he kind of heads towards the center of town where this large uh, uh, hearth house is um, and does indeed provide you with. Um, it's a very interesting ale. It's an ale for sure, uh, but it's um, even for you who have uh, been around for oh god centuries at this point and had plenty of different things. It's a bit of a kick in the gut, but it's good. It's an, an OPA. There you go. Yeah, there <laughs> it is. Um, it's a it's a pretty dark OPA. Not not so pale, but um. So as as you guys sit and sort of, um, uh, excuse me, my OPA is catching up with me there. Um, <laughs> takes you into the into the into the sort of the longhouse, and it's big too. It's like uh, probably hundred hundred and fifty feet deep, uh, and the ceilings are a good probably 25 to 30 feet high it's a double deck kind of place open interior there's a, like a kind of a long it's almost like a trough in the center with a fire going uh gently there's tables all around things like this um and there are there are other orcs half orcs there are a few humans a couple dwarves uh predominantly orcish uh, in this town but uh, a bit of a mix as well uh, and uh, kind of gives you the rundown of, of what's been going on uh, in town here, which is specifically uh, that a recently a, a raiding party of strange lizard creatures is what he describes them as. Uh, apparently, it found the village and attacked at night. Uh, they retreated as almost as quickly as they appeared and made off with a good bit of the food stores and even tried to take a few of the people uh, on their way out, but thankfully they were unaccess unsuccessful in that part. Um. The next morning, they kind of gathered up the the village uh, defenders, warrior type people who were there, uh, and tracked these beasts back to uh, wherever it is they happen to have come from. And they found that they've been living in a cliffside cave uh, near a waterfall a few miles north of here. And this apparently is a place that uh, he says that they've uh, nobody from the village has ever really visited here before. Uh, nobody's had a reason to. Um, but it turns out to have an entrance to this temple that they've discovered, and it's a 
an orcish temple, no less. So it is now suddenly very much of interest to people in uh, in the village. Um, and he kind of goes on to say that uh, they sent a party down into this temple uh, to try to drive them out, and they managed to kill a fair number of them before, uh, in the midst of battle, uh, their torches went out um, because of some kind of strange uh, acidic fluid that they began flinging uh, at the uh, party that went down inside, and it's this sort of thick stuff, and it kind of sticks to the skin, and it actually doused the torches that we had. And you can see, he kind of shows you on his arm. There's kind of a good several-inch blotch on his arm that is definitely burned. Like, it looks kind of like a chemical burn. Um, and he said, as this was happening in, in the complete darkness, something strange also uh, occurred. It sounded from what we could tell, that these creatures began to turn on each other for some reason. And it was just absolutely ferocious fighting and screeching noises. Hmm. Uh, and we couldn't really make out what was going on uh, because after this, you know, this particular incident, uh, we were all pretty badly hurt and uh, decided to retreat from this place and heal up a little bit at least. Uh, but as of right now, I'm the only one who's in fighting shape. The other four were uh, quite a bit more worse off than I was. Hmm. Which is why we need some help. And you, if you guys do you have are, any idea what they're doing there? Or what uh, are they up well, to? I can tell you that they've been doing a fair amount of, uh, let's put it, living down there. Uh, it was... Oh, it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. They, these things don't seem to have any concept of where to or where not to do certain things. And I'm talking, well, let's just put it, put it straight this way. They, they don't have a concept of not shitting where they eat, literally. Hmm. Uh, they're pretty foul creatures, whatever they are. Uh, and this place, once they're gone, it's going to need some work. Uh, I will tell you that. Well, we don't uh, do fumigation, but we'll help you with your lizard folk. <laughs> fair enough, what, fair uh, enough. I can fumigate pretty bad. <laughs> oh, we all know that one. Um, what color is the skin of these lizards? Um, they... That's sort of they? a... It was, They're small, you said? Yeah, they were only a couple feet tall. Four four feet tallish, maybe, and they had sort of a grayish, black mottled skin. It was hmm. uh, not something like you would maybe see on uh, a drake or dragon of sorts. It was it was almost more like a snake of sorts. So they're grays. Yeah, crash UFO down there. Yeah. <laughs> They have black oh, they have like, into their eyes. They have hands and stuff. Oh yeah, they were they were bipedal. They were yeah. Bipedal, yeah. Yes, and they were absolutely wretched creatures, whatever they were. were Small. They made, it was up to make do us they, wretch for how, sure. How do they how do they defend themselves? Are they difficult to kill? One on one, no. But they do actually operate in packs, uh, and they in such cases seem to have very little fear. 
And you too, there's about how many? We took out over a dozen ourselves, uh, but we definitely know that there were more down there uh, at this point. Um, And when they came here uh, the first night, actually it was, it was, it was just one night, sorry. But he describes probably upwards of 20 or so. And bringing the temple down on top of them is not an option. Uh, I would certainly say it's definitely not. There would be a lot of people here who would be upset by that. Would would take exception to that. Just thought I'd ask. Did you well, guys determine it, we may have taken out about half of them ourselves, so you you, you know we, we we put a a good dent in it for you at least uh, sorry, go ahead. Do you determine if anything um obviously doesn't cure the blue goo stuff but can protect you against it mm, that's a good right. question uh we didn't really have a whole lot of time to assess the situation the the whole the particular battle that I just described that took place within, oh, maybe 30 seconds at most. I guess I'm just wondering if you think there's anything that might help us if that comes to pass again. Uh, well, let's see. You can do, uh, what kind of check do you think that would be? Like a, You could do survival, nature, maybe, to see if it's kind of ringing any bells for you. Sure, I'll do, uh, let me get some real dice out here. Do some survival. Switched water. Five. Uh, nothing that you can think of. Um, I mean, aside from his description of it being uh, extremely painful and and burning sensation, uh, you know, he he kind of describes that it made his the skin that it contacted on all of these guys that went down there sizzle essentially and smoke it was pretty a pretty immediate and strong reaction uh he was just lucky enough to avoid most of it himself oh does it seem like the lizards have a uh, dark vision uh hmm. considering they're throwing the goo at you i would say it's likely that they did um but yeah, you know, thinking back to, I mean, we were the only ones who had a source of light in there at the time. Um, hmm. They didn't appear to need it. So good thinking. That's true. That's right. I to kill some. Lizard folk? Hey, Goss? Yes. Do it. I'm just trying to figure out if there's like ways that we could uh, get ourselves prepped to not receive damage from the acid stuff. Is there any armor or anything that we could equip ourselves with? Rubber bodies and Vaseline? 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there you go. As you, you're kind of sitting there brainstorming about it, like uh, get, get some, bring some bleach with us. It does seem like <laughs> possibly, uh, you know, just getting some some leather sort of like arm wraps and stuff like this, trying to cover up any exposed skin might not be the worst idea. Klimpern puts on a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if you guys want to, um, kind of. Use that as a, we'll call that one of your gear slots here. Uh, so that would be, I'm writing this down here. A leather Tyvek okay. suit. Let's go shopping. <laughs> Get in, loser. We're going shopping. Uh, and <laughs> Get in, lizard. <laughs> <laughs> good one, good one. Uh, you can take an inspiration point for that if you want. It's a, it's a free, <laughs> free re-roll of a d20 if you want. Uh, oh, why am I? Oh, there we go. So, so if you guys want to, uh, say, burn one of your equipment slots on sort of wrapping yourself up and something like that, we can do that. I do. Actually, I already have I leather do. light armor. So maybe that counts. Uh, remind yeah, me what the I have. thing. Uh, we're we're just basically doing uh, well for now. We'll we'll stay uh, two per session, uh, where you basically can decide on the fly what you've brought with you, rather than you know buying and gearing up with stuff that you may not need. We'll sort mm. of so we can decide when we. Yeah, right, right in the moment, like, oh, shit, I wish I had a grappling hook then. Okay, yeah, you have a grappling hook. But you have two slots you can essentially burn. Mm. If that makes sense. Yep. Uh, okay, cool. So, this... noted. Equipment. Add custom item. That doesn't Bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> There are certain things I, I may, uh, I think, oh yeah, you know what it was? I think here's what it was. Um, this, this sort of equipment slot thing applies to anything in the player's handbook that's in like the general adventuring gear stuff. So like ropes, thieves tools, you know, the kind of standard issue shit. Uh, but if it's like time cube, yeah, if you don't know what you're getting into and you're like, <laughs> oh wait, it. Oh shit, it's a vampire. Oh, good thing I brought my anti-vampire juice, you know, like you would not have known that. So that's that would be a gotcha. Yeah. No anti-vampire juice. Okay. Yes. Standard <laughs> gear. But what if um anti-vampire juice is standard gear? Like holy water. Yeah. Holy water is. That yeah, definitely counts. Silver bullets. There aren't van- yeah. Alright. Continue. You won't just like have kryptonite on hand if you happen to run into Superman, basically. Gotcha. Um cool. Uh so if you guys want to head out, uh we can get to it. On we go. Alright. We leave the Orc Terex store and head on. All right, that's that's enough. <laughs> I got more. Pat take Orc that inspiration Gronia. point back. 
Um, the Nork so. face. Stop it. Oh, oh. <laughs> Did not know this would be that easy. That's good. Um, so anyways, Northwest, from where you're at, he kind of sort of points you on the path, and you do actually go a little bit back downhill uh, towards sort of the uh, flat in the valley, uh, uh, lower elevation. Um, and you make your way through sort of a densely forested region um, for a bit, maybe half hour, 40 minutes, until you come to a uh, an expansive sort of yellowing grassland, almost savanna-ish in a way. It's a few isolated pine trees here and there and, and gnarled stalks of dying sort of scrub brush and everything. And off in the distance, you can see this uh, sort of plateau. Um, and approaching the plateau uh, itself um, reveals the reason why they refer to it as the... Um, the Bleeding Highlands. It's sort of a sandstone-colored uh, bluff of sorts, uh, and it's streaked with these sort of uneven areas of like this brick-red coloration to it, um, almost like geological layers flipped up on their side. Um, and you can see that this this plateau is sort of like a multi-tiered situation, and the waterfall that he was referring to kind of comes down in several steps. Um, each level about 50 feet high. Um, and what you can make out from a distance here, probably a couple hundred yards off, uh, two things in particular. You have a sort of a pocket of a little denser uh, pine trees that sort of surround the pool that it all sort of empties into on ground level. Uh, and the river that sort of meanders out of that and bends its way north. It's one. Uh, and two... Uh, there's a, in the middle tier of it, sort of like the central step, if you will, there's a kind of a, gr a, cr a crumbled, uh, craggy, uh, large boulder. It's, I mean, it's like maybe the size of a bus. It's big. That is a different color than the rest of the rocks. Um, and it, to the point where it almost looks like it may have been something that, uh, was larger in the past and has broken or crumbled in some way. And this sort of sits right in the center of that middle tier. Uh, and so from where you stand right now, there is a sort of a lightly worn footpath that bends off to the left towards the base of this waterfall and this sort of denser pocket of trees. Uh, and then off to the right, it's kind of like a switchback that sort of works its way up the side of this plateau towards this uh, central step area. I'm intrigued by the the crumbled boulder. <clears throat> Might want to sit up top and hear my dulcimer echo down the canyon. <laughs> mm. What were the uh, the directions to the place, or is the guy guiding us? Um. Yeah, he gave you the space of this and loose. Sorry, go ahead. How do we determine which is the correct path? Uh, actually, you know what? This is a good point. He did uh, say that their party that they sent uh, a few days back was able to uh, at least in their cursory exp exploration of this place from the outside, that there were two entrances. Um, one of which is sort of this central plateau area that you guys can see. Um, and he said that there were uh, there was a sort of a cave entrance sort of on the uh, the lower sort of ground level area of this. And he basically, 
he said they went in through the top uh but uh that's up to you how you you know decide to proceed from there um hmm. well if they if they went through the top do we want to maybe get a little bit of a sense of surprise from the bottom yep yes yeah let's let's go take that so somewhat trodden entrance. path yeah gotcha uh, okay um uh so from where you're at it takes about a 15 20 minute walk uh and as you approach um there are uh, a series of these sort of crude you might call them totems idols something like that uh small they're not much more than you know it looks like you know bones and bits of dried uh leather maybe something lashed to sticks just stuck in the ground they're very crude looking um and nearer to the sort of tree line uh this sort of basin pool uh these idols become larger they come become more elaborate and uh for lack of a better term fresher and by that i mean it definitely has a there's a flesh-like element to this, almost like stretched skin, sinew, uh, things like that. And these things are just sort of spiked every 15, 20 feet. Sexy. Uh, and the largest of these you can see kind of in the... Uh, well, there's two things you can make out from where you're at here. There's a large, like a central uh, one of these that it's built kind of around a six to seven foot... Uh, Boulder of sorts, gray in color, also kind of like the sort of upper spire thing that was crumbled. Um, and it's kind of got this scaffold of random bones, some of them animal, some of them humanoid, uh, with this still rotting skin stretched across it, like kind of like a putrid battle standard of sorts. There's a cloud of flies almost as thick as the smell. Uh, but you also can make out uh, the lower waterfall of these sort of two tiers of waterfall. The lower one, there's a sort of a recessed area behind it um, <clears throat> where you can kind of make out that in a gap kind of from one side of the rock to the other behind this waterfall, there is a bridge, a crude wooden bridge sort of built. Uh, if that makes sense. Like to yes, go... Yeah, okay, I think I got it, yeah. All right, so let's follow the... Yeah, it's like, I guess, lack of a better term or a way to describe it, I guess. Like, it's almost like a hollowed-out area behind this waterfall, like Goonies-style, in a way. Yeah, I like, like that. Yeah, and there's, you can see it, there's a, a bridge sort of strung across it. Um. But anyways, that's what you can see from where you're standing here. And what'd you say there, Oliver? You said something. I said we ought to follow that. <clears throat> follow the path and check it out. I agree. Indeed. Indubitably. All right. Indubitably. Um, so... You actually have word of day calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 
Uh, so, in that case, <laughs> what I can do, if you'll bear with me for one second, um, you're going to have to pretend on one little bit here that I think I forgot to do. But, allow me to screen share. <laughs> if I can find the button for it. Every damn time. There it is. All right. Can you guys see that? Yeah. Yes. Currently, it's uh, reduced video audio quality. Okay. Sorry. It's reading a uh, little warning I was getting there. Apparently, it's not a problem. Uh, cool. So you guys can see that. Yep. So you are this. You can see the bridge that's sort of spanning between uh, the sort of central area here. But the waterfall, if let me go ahead and add something here just so you guys can see what I'm thinking here. Um, there's essentially a the topmost cliff part kind of stretches across here, right? And so the waterfall is essentially coming about there and then dropping down. Like that. So, actually... Oh, I, see, I get it now. You I know see what I can it. do? I can show you this, yep. too. I have a very rough sketch of the upper side. So it kind of looks like that. So the bridge you're seeing would be essentially like... Below here, that. Okay, yep. Underneath the waterfall, yep. And then this this zone right here is kind of like a a ledge that you could walk across and then get to that bridge. Is that water flowing sense. back into the underneath the waterfall? On the uh, no, no, it's just, it's just sort of uh, going. This is sort of I don't know, like an isometric angle almost. So, uh, but now it goes straight out and then out away from. From so, uh, the plateau. So, what's the bridge so, go over? Uh, it's kind of like a central hollowed out area. So, like, I guess the edge of the waterfall would be. Uh, like here ish. So, we're getting hit by some mist it's as we walk. Basically, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, it's coming down like that over top of you. So if you were to be on this ledge here, you would be able to go underneath the waterfall and behind it. Like that. So. Uh, but you guys are on the ground level at this point and heading towards uh, this little cave opening that you can see. And let me get back to my notes. Notes, 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 notes. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Okay, yes. So as you kind of approach the the sort of cave entrance here next to the waterfall, as, as uh, Klimpern said, you're kind of getting misted by this water as it's landing. Uh, uh, there are definitely some pools of, of water sort of in various cracks and crevices around you um, that is kind of like this opaque, like olive green color, almost like 
the gutter water you see here in Philly when it's particularly nasty. Uh, and there's like piles of bones and like broken pots and stuff in it. It's got a vaguely like garbage dump vibe to it. And you can definitely smell like animal waste as you guys kind of approach this general area. And this stuff is kind of just scattered around. Uh, much uh, similar to the way uh, Somek described it to you. Um, and if you were to enter, if that's what you guys are going to do, this little cave here. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. You're very good at describing things as being very gross. Uh, so this it reminds this tunnel, me of Philly. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of Philly. I, mean, I walked by something like that today, and it remind. I was like, oh yeah, that's exactly how I should describe that. You got you guys have all seen that stuff. I know. I know you. Oh know yeah, the gray, gray, gray water, uh, like the green gray stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um. So this this uh, tunnel. Zoom in a little bit so you can see a bit better, or not. There we go. Um. Uh, sort of winds its way uphill as you guys go around. Uh, and there is a few more scattered bones here and there. Nothing uh, super major sticking out to you other than sort of damp cave type of environment until you kind of spit out up here about 50 feet up off the ground on this ledge. Um, with the waterfall now off to your left and above you kind of cascading down around you. But uh, Hagask up front, I'm sure he would like to be up front. Yes. Yeah. Smash, smash, smash. Vatish, I would imagine you guys would do. Uh, anything else? Anybody specific? In thing the they want to do is gear. Proceed. Um, I want to like have a look at the uh, bridge. Does it look like it's maintained is it in good shape like i'm sure i'll be fine my um, little self but i'm not sure about mm -hmm. hey gosk here yeah uh um, yeah give me uh investigation thanks thanks uh, for the concern investigation plus one that is a niner okay um well as you kind of approach it and give it a little bit of a you know i don't know little bit of a weight uh with with your with your frame it doesn't seem to be particularly rickety um it's old it's definitely weathered it's been there for quite some time uh but stable seems like it all right so i'll i'll go out to it first because i'm the lightest and i'll kind of get out there and stomp a little bit take a few steps test it grab both sides and wriggle it around cool so you're kind of up here, giving a little bit of a well. How how far you want to go? Like, I'd go maybe like a quarter of the way before I really give it the business. Okay, so like the business. Irish, we'll say. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Give it a good shake goes. and oh, yeah. Go hard. Um, or, or go for it. Sorry. My, my inventory. Um. Anybody have a rope? Um, see. You can have a rope if I you want one. I could just throw you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Inventory. Uh, in my backpack? No. 
Yeah. This could be one of those item slots if you'd want. All right. I'll use it. Okay. I'll tie a rope around. Uh... Yeah, just to make sure that if something gives way. All right. Good to know. Good um, to know. Um, sure. Yeah. And as you. Um... If you don't mind, Clem. I would Clemper. imagine not, right? Klimpern? <laughs> oh, no. You're okay with this? Of course. I can like, Accessorizing the rope. Um, okay, cool. So like your first little shimmy. Uh, I mean, it's it's got a little bit of give to it, but certainly not enough that you... Not enough to elicit like an oh shit kind of reaction. Um, uh, it's... I mean, to your point about it being maintained, it doesn't necessarily look maintained, but it's uh, fairly sturdy. Doesn't seem to be any cause for alarm. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, go all the way across and just watch everyone as uh, they continue to cross, if they choose to. Okay, yeah, what's everybody else going to do there? At this yeah, we'll point? follow. I'm going to follow, yeah. Let's get you about, we'll like about my there. Rope. <laughs> And yes. if I want to like prep a spell, do I have to do anything in particular if we're at a battle, or can I just do it whenever? Uh, well, like what do you have in mind? It kind of depends on the spell. One of the things I picked before before we were walking on Rickety Bridge was Featherfall. Mm-hmm. So if uh, if somebody falls, I can. I think that's a reaction, which means you can just do it like instantly if you need to. Uh, it is do, 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 one minute. Yeah, one reaction. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you don't, you don't really need to prep anything like that. All right, cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, sweet. Yeah. As you get to the, this point, um, you hear like a click, and then another click, 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 and then before you realize really what is happening here, uh, it seems as though you're getting something chucked at you, uh, and it actually is. Uh, let's gonna have or let's have everybody do a dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, and as you were doing this, you're sort of calculating the fact that you're getting rocks pelted at you from above on this cliff face. Thirteen um, for me. Say about here. <clears throat> Sixteen for me. Uh, let's see here. Dexterity plus six. Not bad. 26, that is a critical hit. Damn. And the only one I don't think I heard was Alexian. 22. 22, okay. Uh, Actually, you guys all have managed to uh, not take really the the brunt of what is going on here, but this is like something is, you can see up up in front of you now on this sort of opposite side cliff face here, there are holes in it, maybe about the big, as big around like a basketball. Uh, and there are like rocks just kind of flying out of them, and they are like chipped shell. They're sharp, like almost like arrowheads, but they're not attached to anything. They're just like almost being frisbeed out there at you. Uh, but you all manage to dodge the bulk of it, and everybody takes only a whopping two damage from this as you're being pelted. Uh, but you are now currently in the middle of this bridge. Um, I'm hustling to get across. Are you gonna? You're gonna? Yeah, let's run. Book it. All right, makes sense. Um, so that was for the first half of the bridge. And uh, 
uh, takes a good couple seconds to get across, um, but you manage to sort of get almost. Uh, so okay, you've 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 crossed here, right? And you're kind of standing here, and you're definitely still within uh, firing line here. Uh, is there any particular place you want to go? Anything you want to do aside from crossing? And there is, as you can see, there is a sort of cave opening here on this side as well. I guess we should proceed to that so we can not get rocks away. are bad. Yep. Yeah. Um, and as you as you guys are actually crossing here, you do notice that there are uh, more of these sort of crude sort of totems with just like it's just like parts of animal bodies like strung up on them uh, in like varying states of decay. It's pretty disgusting, uh, but they're kind of like all over the place. Um, why, in particular, uh, is not at least inherently obvious to you guys. But, um, but as you pass by those and continue to avoid the rain of sharp rocks, uh, you kind of get to the entrance here. And uh, cool. Anybody? So, are you going to go into this or? I'm down. I say we go for it. Bust through. Yep. All right. Uh, so as you guys kind of enter into this little zone here, uh, it opens up in front of you uh, into a bit of a tangled mess of a cave here. Um, and you guys can sort of round the corner here and see what's in front of you. Uh, so you can see part of the cave. And you can see Birthday that there are party. definitely multiple things going on here. What now? Birthday party? Say what? Yeah, it's a birthday party. It's just a party. It's just a happy, fun time. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> Nothing to fight. Surprise. It's a surprise party. Get a blindfold and pinata, and here we go. Um, uh, and it is, by the way, pitch black in here at this point. Uh, does anybody retroactively have a torch? <laughs> I have, I have uh, fire hands. I have dark vision. Oh, what about you guys? Uh, I don't think I have any of those things. Unless uh, you're a, a common torch. What do you call it? Uh, no, I have a. I'm a halfling. Yeah. yeah so I think you're the only one who does not have dark vision. So I'm going to need you guys no, to I have a, uh, constantly I have a, describe what's happening. <laughs> I, have a, I have a cantrip that can make any object no larger than 10 feet um, until, the, until the spell ends. The object sheds bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. Can you cast that on me? <laughs> you can, you can like cast that on your loot or something. Yeah, yeah. No, or just, you know. On, on my, my hat or, or whatever. My, my dulcimer. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, you have a dulcimer. That's right. That's right. Uh, I actually have to unshare for a hot second here, guys, while you kind of figure out what you're doing there. Uh, I like that. Uno segunda. Uh, bad. There is one very key thing I forgot to do here. So many T's to cross and I's to dot here. 
when D and Ding. We will get rid of you. We'll put you there. Blah blah blah. Okay. Give me two minutes. Talk amongst yourselves. Heart at heart at heart. I tried playing some Warzone earlier today. I went into the DMZ to try to get uh unlock a gun that you have to like find a chemist to get to. Oh yeah. To unlock and I've heard uh, about that. it's it's impossible. <laughs> it's it's impossible to do. You can't do it. It's just, you can't do it unless uh you're unless you're good at the game. <laughs> this is in Warzone, you said? Yeah, it's a stupid fucking game. Game sucks. <laughs> It's not the best. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> there it is. Okay, I'm. I'm. We're doing this is like old school D and D where there's like maps, actual physical maps and minis and shit. I'm placing the minis. That makes sense. Nice. So did you cast that on my dulcimer there, Molly? Yeah. All right. Cool. So it's on a uh, on a strap like a guitar, just kind of strung over my back. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Which I assume is practical for a dulcimer. That'll do. All right. Well. Uh, as you guys enter uh, into this room, uh, you can uh, and and uh, Jim casts a little bit of uh, a light cantrip on uh, on your dulcimer, and you can see a little bit around you that as the light sort of flares into the room, you hear this kind of noise and like a shriek almost as the light flares into the room, and you see on both sides of you. Uh, some humanoid-esque creatures flinch. Uh, and Clemperin, we're going to have you well, initiative for me since you're in the front. Alrighty, I'll do that on the old website here. Do, 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 let do. me reshare my screen. Initiative plus five. Niner, again. There we go. Uh, all right. You guys see that? Uh, let me bring that back up. Yes. Yep. Mm, brown boys. Zoom in a little bit. Get a, get a look at their faces as they kind of, they're recoiling from this light that you guys just uh, dropped into the room. Not like running away from it, but it sort of caught them off guard for sure. Try to do 150. Sounds Photoshop. There you go. That's good. I gotta get my scale right sometimes. Uh, sorry. Um, you said a number, and then I totally spaced. What'd you say? A niner. A nine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Pull up. 
Here we go. Uh, all right, so that is what I already had you listed at somehow. Um, so you're a little bit slower on the draw than these guys are, apparently. So you're going to be going after them. Uh, next up would be Alexian. There will be an initiative roll. All right. Uh, 12. 12. All right. You can go ahead right now. Take your turn. All right. Um... Guess I'll just pop in to the right and I will shoot an Eldric Blast at um, the closest. Uh, yeah, how far from uh, Klimpern did you want to get? Oh, so just, just right just there? Just around or? to the right. So okay, just like... clear in the corner. So just allow people to scoot in. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, cool. And you're going to throw them at the closer one, you said? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Go for it. Hit him. 16 to hit. Uh, yep, that'll do. How many, you have um, two Eldritch Blasts, right? I, not two, like, two per attack? No, I think I just have one at this point. Oh, just one. It does. It ups to two at some point. It might be the next level. Yeah. I don't remember offhand, but okay. Uh, yeah, that hits. Go for it. Okay, let's just go into one D10 here. And a five. Uh, nice. Uh, that's a healthy chunk uh, off of this thing, and it sort of squeals as you pelt it with this uh, unholy lance of energy. Uh, anything else up your sleeve? Uh, get my bonus action here. Not that familiar with my person here. I guess I'll just um, cash a legula on my uh, uh, my staff. Get that ready. Um, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, is that a? It's a bonus action, I guess. Yeah, it's a bonus action. So it's just. Uh, sure. We'll we'll go with that. I think technically, you, there's a feat you would need to be able to do two spells in one round, but that's okay. We'll keep oh. it fast and loose here on okay. on B squad days. Uh, okay, cool. Shillelagh it is. Um, I think Hagos, you are up. This I'm going to go into a rage. Well, hey, hold on now, hold on. First, you got to give me that initiative roll. Oh, we're doing that staggered initiative here. Uh, 18. 18, awesome. Yeah, you can definitely go right now. I'm going to rage. All right. Love it. Uh, this is the bonus action. And then I am going to... Where am I at? You're kind of... Uh, I'd like to move up. Yeah. Uh, to the front. Ten. 20 feet right there. Uh, I don't know what your movement speed is total here, but you just moved 20 to get where you're at there. Hold on a second. My D&D Beyond just crashed on me. It did what yours did earlier. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. There we go. 
I'm back. Uh, I am going to uh, throw a hand axe at the closest guy to me. So I guess that far left guy. Uh, sure. Yeah, you're only. Can I get a little closer to him? Yeah, you got ten, two more blocks to go. I think. You're, what's your movement? Yeah, speed? let's let's move up. Uh, my movement is. Oh, I see that twenty. It's probably thirty, maybe even thirty-five. Features and traits. Hold on. It's kind of on your top. The top. The. Yeah, it's on the top row next to. Street oh, thirty feet. feet. I'm sorry. 30, yeah, it's right there at the beginning. No worries. Okay, yeah, you can definitely. Uh, cool. A little closer to that asshole then. Yeah, cool. Right about there. And go for it. Ew. Uh I threw an 11. Uh, that hits. Okay. Uh, uh, these guys are not uh, particularly well armored. They, In fact, they're wearing maybe like scraps of leather. Maybe. So my rage adds plus two melee damage nice. to this. Okay. So I'm rolling. Oh, wait, I did hand axe, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, two plus three, five plus two, so seven. Nice. Um, uh, sweet. So this hand axe and like embeds itself right into the shoulder uh, of this creature. Not super deep, but enough to get uh, a bit of a screech. Uh, and it um, almost just looks angered by that <laughs> more than anything else. Uh, right. and it's I just staring it down. And, uh, but it, it's it, it definitely, I mean, if this thing were a regular humanoid, that would have stung quite a bit. Uh, so you definitely did some damage there. Uh, anything else? Uh, I'm going to oh, you just did your bonus action already. So, oh yeah, I'm done then. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think that's probably all you got up your sleeve there. Uh, sweet. So let's have uh, Jim get me that initiative roll if you would. Jim. Hey, eleven. Uh, okay, sweet. What is your Sign. For all decks <laughs> score. My decks is plus two. Ah, okay. So that means uh you're going first, actually. Uh in this case. Uh it was a they you tied them basically, so uh okay. so you can go. All right. So I'm gonna shuffle up to uh sorry, I forget who's who. And, and go off to the right 15. and attack the two creatures in the pocket um 25 would put you right there yeah yeah okay and uh with burning hands which gives a 15 foot range uh if you want to get both of them you'd have to move up a little bit let's see here okay 5 10 50 you could only get the the top guy here yeah technically all right. Um, well, you'll have to do. Oh, wait. That'll have to yeah. do. Yeah. All right. Here we go. That'll do, Gim. That'll do. All right. So I'm casting. 
Um, and is that a, an attack roll in your? Uh, no attack. Uh, Sid, the that guy's got to roll thirteen. Uh, okay. Yes, that's correct. 13. That is correct. Um, here's a weird question. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The the light cantrip that you cast. Yeah. A is it concentration? I don't think it is. It is not. Is not okay. And then B, what is the radius on it? Twenty like feet the... of bright light and another twenty feet of dim light. Interesting. Twenty feet. That's the range from me, not from him. Yeah, from right. him. Yeah, from okay. the source of it. So five, right. ten, fifteen, twenty. Got it. Uh, so the these two guys over uh, to your right are in actually. Yeah, they're in dim light. Uh, and the guys off to the left, further up into the cave, they are just at the bare edge of of where the dim light is falling. But these two guys are on the the right are better lit. Um, to me, but everyone else can see them, right? Well, they're about to be on fucking fire. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Actually, so let me. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. He had to roll thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. This, there was a reason <laughs> I was asking for that clarification before I rolled, uh, and that is a nine. So he failed. So he takes three d six. All right. All right. So let me roll that. Uh, right light. Hmm. Six. Six damage. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. Uh, awesome. So that is... Um, he is looking quite damaged by that. Uh, on his last legs, possibly. Um, scorched up. Nice. Dried out a little bit from getting hit in the face with a bolt of fire. Uh, anything else? I see. I don't have any bonus actions, so I'll just kind of shuffle backwards a couple feet and hide behind people. Uh, I think that's the furthest you could go right there. Yeah, you, okay. You spent all your well, movement to get close enough. I will stay where I am then. Fair enough. Um, the uh, troglodyte that you just hit, and that's what these things are referred to as, in case anybody was wondering, uh, he is going to actually, he's hurt enough that it is going to kind of retreat up into here. Uh, this one, however, not fond of what it's seeing, is going to rush uh, you and attack. Now, the first thing that happens here is, is it gets up into your face uh, within six to eight feet uh, of you. Uh, the smell off of this thing is just absolutely overpowering to, like... You have never smelled anything like this, and I swear to God, this is abil an ability of this creature. I need you to make a constitution saving throw against its horrible stench. All right. <laughs> 17. This is for real. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, so you managed to... Uh, yeah, you apparently smelled some worse things than this in your day. <laughs> uh, and you're, you're able to stop Me. But... Agnos um, fart. Mm-hmm. It has, get this, actually, three attacks. Uh, as it basically comes at you just just maniacally gnashing teeth, swinging claws, everything. It's, it's 
basically tackling you with everything it's got. Um, and that is going to be a 12. Does that hit? Uh, what happens if it's a match? Is it a hit or not? Uh, meets it, beats my, it. My armor is 12. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's a hit, and then the second hit, and then actually all three of those are going to hit. Fuck. Um, yeah, so it's it rushed you, and you were definitely not prepared for that. Um, so it is going to do two, six, seven. Uh, that's ten total. Uh, damage. Uh, unlucky that it just laid into you. Oof, managed hell. to connect with all three attacks. Um, the one up here is going to rip the axe out of its shoulder, and it's going to rush at you, Hagosk, and attack you with said axe. Um, one that I threw into it? Uh-huh, yep. What an and, asshole! <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also gets three attacks against you. What's Five. your armor? What's your uh, AC? Oh, God. What? I am 15. 15. Oh, uh, actually, nothing bad happened. No, luck, luck of the draw. I, I swear to God. Sorry, guys. These are all misses. This is a one, a two, and a seven plus something. So all three of these miss. You managed to. Nice. Kind of, you're, doing, you're doing like that, like. Matrix. Your, yeah, you're holding your hand against its head, and it's just like. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What you're doing. Uh, Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop yeah. hitting yourself. This guy's going to rush and do the same thing. Oh, by the way, I do need you to do that constitution saving throw as well. Me? Yes. If you would be so kind. Come on. Daddy needs a new pair of constitutions. Uh, 12. Um, that is just barely enough. You're good. <laughs> um, good. Yeah, and the second one that approached you, because you saved, uh, you are now resistant to it, so you don't have to worry about it for at least now. Um, its attacks against you are two hits, one does not. So uh, it manages to latch its teeth into your arm and also embed the hand axe that you threw at it into your uh, side. That's the uh, damage. Four. Five, six total. That's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, Jim got quite unlucky with those rolls. Oh, yeah, yet again. Uh, Klimpern, uh, that is you now. <sighs> well, my initial plan was ruined a little bit, but that's okay. What's my movement speed? 25. Everyone's kind of pretty close to these guys. I can't make it to the guy who's gone around the corner. Um, I am going to... Uh, what does this do at first level? 1d8 plus 3. Jim is down to 8 out of 20. Uh, so I'm going to walk up to Jim... And I'm going to Cure Wounds, second level. Ooh, nice. Okay. Um, and that gives him 17 hit points back, so he's back full Ooh. at 20. Cheers. 
And with my bonus action, I'm going to give... Uh, let's see. Who's next in line? Alexian. Uh, oh, Hagos. Yeah. Or... I was thinking about in terms of damage. So maybe Alexian. I'm going to give Bardic uh-huh. Inspiration to Alexian. So... Alexian, within the next 10 minutes, can roll a d6 to add to a d20 after it's rolled, but before the whether it's been determined as to whether it's a success. Bird, thanks. And I'm so going to... Basically, when you... Yeah, you said before it's determined whether or not something succeeds or fails, correct? Yeah, it can be after the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Gotcha. And if I didn't, I don't think I said it out loud, but what I was thinking is, as I was walking up to Jim, I had my nose tucked in my elbow to avoid <laughs> avoid the stench. <laughs> you you, you're picking up on it from where you're standing, but it's not enough that you, uh, it does not trigger the roll, thankfully. All right, good. Uh, quite close enough. <laughs> they got to be right up on you, but uh, Okay. Well and done. that uh, is it. Okay, Hagosk, hey, you're up. Uh, I'm going to do, since those two guys are right on me, I'm going to do like a really cool uh, move where I spin with my oh. Warhammer. Wait a second. It's actually my turn. Uh, oh, hey, Gosk, it's Thoth's t- turn. Is it? No, 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 because you, you hold on. So this, this is our sort of like weird staggered initiative. We haven't done it in a while. So you're, you're, yeah, we do need to do a refresher there because he ended up rolling an 18 on his, which trumped your 12. Didn't you roll 12 or am I wrong? Yes. That's what I had written. Oh, wait, no, I had 16. Yeah. Hey, Gus, you told me 18, I thought, but. It doesn't matter. It's anyway, just, it was I, higher than Alexian's, so sure. technically, once we get back to this... early, because I, I was like... Because you were closer in that first round, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, maybe that's too fiddly of a rule. We might ditch that, but... Yeah, I just figured since I was the second person to go, then it would cycle back in the same order, but... I'm fine with you going. I don't care. I don't care either. Just how you can hold. Yeah, yeah, you can hold actions too. So yeah, why don't you go? You go. Okay, we'll flip that. All right. Um, then I'm going to try to charm the creature in front of um, Jim. Okay, and this is uh, charm charm person. Charm person. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Charm this, stinky yeah. person. <laughs> and make him take a bath. Uh, what? There we go. Let's read this real oh. quick. Charm a humanoid okay. within range. Interesting question. Uh. I think this will work. I think it will. I'm double checking what are you something. Doing? 
What did you say these things are called, Eric? Uh, troglodyte. Technically. Uh, look at that. They are humanoid, so this would technically work on this guy. Uh, so what's he got to do? Uh, wisdom savings throw 14. 14. All right. I would imagine their wisdom is pretty low. And he rolled a five, so there's no way that's going to be success. Uh, so All that right. worked. So this guy is now under your, <laughs> under your spell, literally. Okay. Uh, Can I... Also oh, it gets it gets it does get advantage because you're you're fighting it. So let me re-roll that. Uh, and you said it's a fourteen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> interesting. It actually rolled a fifteen on the second one, so it does oh. resist. Just barely, just barely. Weirdly enough, it, its wisdom is a plus zero. I would have thought it'd be like minus three or something, but it is not. So you, you can see there's a split second where he's like thinking about, yeah, maybe this guy's actually a friend. Nah, nah, screw that. He's able to shake it off. Almost worked. All right. I guess that's all I can do. Uh, okay, you can also move if you'd like to, but uh, don't have to. Um... No, I'll just stay there. Okay, cool. Um, so then that does bring us up to Hagosk at that point. Oh, did, did I All notice right. anything when I got within range of it being bright for this dude? Um, as it was cast, and yeah, as you kind of are moving around the space, uh, and this light is kind of bouncing around in the room, you can tell they don't like it, for sure. Um, mm. It's... You know, kind of like you having a pretty intense light shine in your eyes when you've been in the dark for... Like, yeah, when you flip on a light after you've been asleep all night. And it's like, oh, Jesus, you know? So, so their kind eyesight of... might not be that great right now, then. I would imagine they're they're having difficulty seeing us. It's... There was a reason I asked about uh, distances and stuff like this and how far mm -hmm. that light spell works. Um, okay. It... It does not seem to be affecting them quite that much, but there is, there's a thought there to and, uh, Hengask's And, and what was their attack? They were just hitting... Uh, they're literally just coming at you like a tornado of teeth and fingernails and okay, uh, all that fun stuff. Well, I'm coming at them like a tornado now. Uh, but yes, Hengask, you're Warhammer. Yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to do like a spinny whirlwind warhammer attack on these two douchebags right next to me. And actually, you know what? Uh, I was going to say this a second ago, and then we all got sidetracked by something else. The damage you took last round, I believe, because you're raging, it's halved. Is that correct? Uh, let me see. Should be. As long as you can, you're raging. I believe so. You gain advantage on CR checks and saving throws on attacks plus two melee damage. Uh, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage. Yeah, so uh, whatever you took last rounds, uh, add a half back. All right. So I'm at twenty or uh, 31.5. Or uh, 30. 
31 is fine. 31, I think, is is they they round down like that. So okay, uh, cool. Sorry. So you're gonna be whirling away with your hammer there, All right? Which which one are you kind of gonna try to hit first? Uh, so I am right-handed, so I'm gonna swing and hit from the right to the left and hope to get them both. Uh, okay, interesting. Uh, go ahead and nice. throw your attack roll. Twelve. Uh, that does hit. Uh, gave me some damage on that. Uh, Ten plus two, so twelve. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll say this. You do completely crush the one that you hit, uh, and it drops like a uh, bag of crushed potato chips, essentially. Um, but your hammer does not quite go all the way through enough to do any damage to the other guy. You were close. I will say you were close to it. Uh, gotcha. But this dude is... Come on now. Work with me here. Come on, Photoshop. There he goes. Sorry. Uh, he's gone. Nice. Uh, so now you're a one-on-one with the other dude here. So... I'm going to back up a little bit because I don't want him to fuck me up too bad. Back up with my buddies, like, so uh, my back is to them. Or can I not do that now? You can, you can, but he will get to attack you. Attack of opportunity. Never mind. So, okay. I can, uh, I can, I can deal with any pain that I get from this asshole. Yeah, they, they, they don't hit particularly hard unless you uh, have some bad luck. And I'm raging, too, so... Yeah, so you're, you're probably pretty safe there. Um, Jim, that, that would be you. Alrighty. Uh, I guess I'll try and roast the guy in front of me. Um, yeah, since I'm at full health. Uh, Alright, burning hands. Uh, so that was a... 13. 13? Roll 13 to save. Uh, 16. So that, does that mean he takes half damage? Uh, hang on a second. Half damage, yeah. All right, so All right. I'll, I'll roll 3d6. Twenty-two Ooh. and half is eleven. Wait, that's not right. How do I roll an eight? So I rolled a D eight. Uh-huh. Reroll. Fuck. Uh nine. So half of nine is four and a half. Uh, I don't know how rounding works in D and D. Or well, we'll say five. Uh, I think you're supposed to round down, but we'll we'll say five. All right. Uh. Gotcha. So with. Straight up into his face, point blank range. The flames uh, escape your fingers, and he's able to uh, nim- more nimbly than you would expect, kind of uh, evade the brunt of it. But uh, he did not like that. And then I will scuttle away. Uh, he will get to attack you if you do that. Just so you know. Uh, hmm. When you when you exit the attack sphere of something, yeah. Typically, they can get a shot at you. Does he get three attacks or one? Um, How does that work? Hi, Mabel. Interesting question. Mm. 
I don't know. We'll say one. All right. Uh, I, I but sh- I would have to look into that. All right. I scuttle. Okay. Uh, back behind these dudes here. There-ish. Does that look good? Yeah. All right. And he rolls a 16 to hit. I think that's a hit. Yes. Uh, and that's only two damage, so All right. grazed you. Uh, sweet. Um, but he's going to follow up immediately as as he swipes at you. He's going to chase uh, and then run straight. He's chasing into after Hungry. me. Oh yeah, he's, he's, it's their turn now, and he's now he's he's on the uh, trying to get a. He's got a taste for blood here. Just because um, I burned him alive. I mean, <laughs> who? Who wouldn't hate that? Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Klimpern. Now, now you can make me that constitution saving throw. Ooh, it's getting stinky. Um, let's <laughs> see. Constitution plus zero. Fifteen. You're good. Um, Stink can't touch me. Yeah. You've been places, can't apparently, touch. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to... I've been walking behind... Uh, What's his face? <laughs> hey, Gosk. Hey, Gosk, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, all three of these attacks, the lowest was an 18 to hit. None of them natural 20s, thank God, but they, I'm assuming, all hit. On me? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, that's, uh, I'm a 15. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, this and... is gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, it will. <laughs> and I'm dead. <laughs> 14, 14 total. Actually. Oof, I'm down to yeah. two. I'm down to two. Yeesh. Uh, that was even worse than the first shot Jim took. Uh, that was about, that was one shy of max damage. Eek. Four, a four, and a three. Um, That's uh, not, not great. the guy with the axe is still going to uh, take a shot at you. He's got um, nothing. Nothing. And your AC is what now? 15. Uh, Hagosk is 15. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I am 15. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, 15. Okay. Right. So Thanks one, for guessing for me. Yeah, there you go. One of them hits. Uh, and that's going to be yeah. uh, two damage total. And I just I did half that. So. So that is so, what you will take. Yeah, it's four. Two, two, oh, it was two. Oh, gotcha. So. Yeah, four drop down to two. Um, just back to where I was. And at the moment, that is all that they can and will do. Mm. Uh, which brings us to Klimpern. Uh, you're up. Um. Hmm. Who am I here? I'm like tucked in the middle of that whole crew right there. Yeah, um, um, and the one that you are face to face with uh, has yet to take a hit. Well, oh wait, um, no, that's not true. Yeah, that we just yeah, you scorched him in the face. You did okay. Right. Well, I think all my spells are gonna hurt everybody standing here, so I'm gonna go ahead and take out the long sword. Why is that? One eight minus one. Uh, probably because your strength is minus one. 
Oh yeah, I'm just a little guy. It's a it's a big old it's a big old sword. Uh yeah, I'm gonna slice at him with the long sword. Uh that's an eight to hit. Uh that does not hit. It manages to sort of slyly duck around your uh your blade there. Uh I think that's it. Yep. Uh, okay. And shit. Pack up to the top, Alexian and then Hagosk. All right, I'm gonna smack this fucker with my quarter staff using uh Oh your shillelagh. Why right. oh, should I heal myself? Um, you can do that. Is that a bonus action? Uh, no, it's an action. Okay. Never mind. So I got a fourteen to hit. Uh, it is a hit. Be a D8. So that's ten damage. Woo! You put your shillelagh straight through this thing's head, like nice, damn near liquefying it. Sickening crunch uh, as it is gone. Well Bye-bye. done. Thanks, bud. And there's a there's a spray of this of. You might call it blood. I don't know. It's it's just sort of yellowy brown liquid. Mm. Uh, it smells, of course, as horrible as you could imagine. Uh, that's what you get when you hit it that hard. <laughs> so, anything else? Um, just checking my bonus actions again. No. No, I'm done. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, Hagosk, and then Jim. I'm trying to finish off that guy right in front of me. All right. With my Warhammer again, because I like it. Which one has my hand axe, by the way? This guy, the one you're you're fighting with. The one? Okay, cool. So I'm going to take it back from him now. <laughs> um, so I'm going to... By the way, it, it, you can see on its face, uh, such uh, as it yeah. is, it is very <clears throat> excited to be using an actual axe. Nice. I rolled a 24. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. It's very much so. Uh, five plus three plus two, so ten. Nice. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a running theme here that these guys uh, without much uh, armor to defend themselves when you hit you can hear it you can you can feel that it's breaking stuff and uh right into this guy's leg uh so he's got a bit of a limp now um didn't kill him he's not quite no it definitely hurt mm. it's not a fan of that well damn sorry guys um, there's Anything else you want to do? Uh, 
Going once no. or twice. All right, Jim. I don't want you. him to get me. All right, I'm going to shuffle over so I can get a line on that <clears throat> same guy and, and roast him as well. The old burning hands. Oh, there's one button for 3d6. Oh. Sorry, oh, that's right. He I don't roll the, until uh, he's got to do this save. Yeah, uh, 11, so that's a full hit. Okay. Sorry. Uh, there we go. 15. 15 damage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's absolutely roasted beyond recognition. Totally charred, blackened by that. Nice. Blackened! And... Oop, there he goes. He's gone. There's just this uh, hand axe left in the in a pile of ash. <laughs> yeah. The uh the handle's a bit singed, but otherwise uh, none the worse for wear, thankfully. Um we'll just say the, the head and sort of upper chest area uh, is what got the brunt of it there. Um and just for the Well, yeah, we'll leave it. I was going to jump to something else, but that's okay. We don't have to. Uh, so, uh, all is quiet. You have uh, this this dim light being uh, shed throughout the cave uh, off of Klimpern's uh, dulcimer. Um, and with this sort of sudden, almost eerie silence that you get, uh, you do hear off to, the, uh, off to your left, there is... A bit of a shuffling noise and uh, a voice of sorts, possibly uh, uh, making a sound of uh, discomfort. Hmm. Uh, definitely not one of these creatures that you just fought with. Something else. Maybe they made off with a villager and then captive. Does well, it sound uh, human or anything, or is it? Uh, if you want to throw me a... Well, let's see. You could do... Perception? Or... Uh, I'll even take a survival. I'm going to do perception. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 15. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, it, it sounded... At least something in the human elf dwarf uh, sphere of things, halfling, something like this, humanoid. Let's go find out what it is. Let's kill this guy in the corner first. Oh Let's yeah, get down there and give him a little. Uh, give him some. Give him a love tap. Uh, well, love, actually, love. that is a good point to uh, to get to. As you sort of around the corner and where you last saw him, sort of escape to, uh, he is not there. Uh, but you do see that there are <clears throat> uh, right kind of in the, the inner section of this this little alcove alcove here, there's a small hole in the wall, a burrow of sorts. Uh, and uh, at this point, you kind of notice that there is actually several of these uh, scattered around. Uh, and it seems like possibly that is at least one method of transportation from place to place for these little critters. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be there. Uh, but what you do find, let's see if there is anything to find. Um, uh, there does appear to be, uh, in amongst some 
uh, piles of um, difficult to identify filth that's just shoved into various corners, piled up. A uh, bit of a, a gleam, a metallic shimmer. Um, and sort of, if you were to poke at it a little bit, it, it does seem to be uh, loot of some kind. Let's grab it. Oh, yeah. Just, just... Our loot now. <clears throat> yeah. <coughs> well, it's uh, a relic of some kind. It's difficult to pin down exactly what this thing is or was. Um, uh, but it does appear to be made of some kind of uh, decorative metal of sorts. Uh, it looks like a container of some kind. Um, and it's open. It's kind of like unlatched. There's nothing in it, but it, it does appear to at least probably would be of value uh, to somebody. Uh, but that was kind of piled up within the muck. Uh, and that's what was up in this kind of little alcove here. Um, cool. And if you guys want to head this direction uh, towards the sound. Definitely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's, let's not move anybody around just yet. Okay, so as you sort of around the corner, it opens up and you see that there's actually a sort of uh, small network of little caverns and cubbies and stuff like this. And up in the sound was coming uh, from this room here. And as you kind of around the corner and we'll say Klimperin was kind of in tow with his uh, uh, bit of light coming off of his dulcimer. Uh, there, in amongst the piles of yet more just detritus and, and grossness, there is a person. Uh, mm. and he does seem to be... Uh, he, he's clad in sort of like uh, black, maybe sort of leatherish armor type stuff. Uh, not super heavily armored, uh, but he is uh, bloodied and only half conscious. And he's like right ahead of me there? Or no? Yeah, he, yeah he would be... Kind of like up around here. Hey there, bud. How you doing? You know, <laughs> want, to, want me to play a little song? I might be able to help <laughs> you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what uh, I'm thinking here. Making sure I got slots. Yeah, I got slots. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give him second level cure wounds here. A little 2D plus 8. <laughs> one and one, so f or two D eight plus three, so five. <laughs> five. Okay. Well, uh, that is enough that you. Uh, can I got six and seven last time, so I gotta bring it back <laughs> yeah, to the mean was, here. Yeah. There you go. Um. As as your sort of notes float out into the ether and and sort of reach his ear, these magical tinged notes. Uh. It's it's weird. It's it's almost like. You know, watching in-progress photos of, of wounds healing just almost in front of your eyes. Not a ton, given what you're old. Um, but you do see him kind of go from being uh, only vaguely conscious uh, to a little bit more awake. He's, he had an eye that was basically swollen shut. It kind of, swelling reduces, he can open it up a little bit, and he comes to and sort of catches that you're standing there. And this look of just... It's it's relief, but it's it's a level of relief you probably have never even seen on the face of a human being before. Um, like 
this is some sort of miracle he's witnessing. Um, and he kind of chokes out something to the effect of, you, gotta, you have to get me out of here. Please help me. You don't want to be down here. Right. You don't want to see what I've seen, essentially. And I start singing a walking song. Boom, 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 boom. Let's get out of here. Shorthand, shorthand, or you're going to scoop this guy up and try to get him out of here. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Now, okay, we're we're almost at ten thirty here, so we'll say that. Make a couple quick decisions here. You were probably if let me see if I go back and look here. Let me check my notes here. Uh, you're a good two hours from town at this point. Um, and you're getting sort of late in the day. And it's it's sunset-ish at this point. Uh, so you kind of have some options, I guess, at your disposal is, is to where exactly, where exactly you want to take him at this point. Um, and or ask him questions. Uh, but uh, I'll let you guys think about that. Uh, so that we can sort of pick that up where we uh, can play next time. You can ask him anything you want at that point. Since we're sweet closing in on 10.30. Sounds good. All right. All we, right. We killed some stinky lizard men. Yes, you did. They were stinky. I, I, I've, this is not the first time I think that you guys have fought something that literally has an ability called stench. <laughs>